Hey guys, it's Idia. It's Osa. And this episode of Just Winging It is brought to you by Link24 Radio. You can listen to Just Winging It on link24radio.com for free. Where you can catch the freshest and latest Afro-urban music, topics, and everything and anything you want to know. Just Winging It. Hey guys, what's going on? We're back with another episode of Just Swinging It. And today I am by myself, but not by myself. Um, Omari is out and Osa is in Nigeria still. Her ass needs to hurry up and come back. But with that being said, I'm going to hold it down. Um, and I have a guest today. Um, introduce yourself. Hey world, it's Safisha, Dia's longtime friend. <laughs> so this is the friend's corner today. I'm going to do this, you know, once in a blue um, just to kind of get friends involved and, you know, just have have you guys in our conversation. Pretty much. So, we're here. What's going on with you, Safisha? What's been new with you? What's going on? Girl, just living life. Just trying to be the best that I can be in, you know, this 2017 world with Agent Orange as our president. How's your 17? How's how has your 2017 been so far? I mean, it has its trials and tribulations, but so far, it's a testament to that how mm. strong I am. Mm. You know, um, sometimes you get hit with recent news that can affect you long term, but mm. overall, you just have to have that faith and understand how to live through it. Mm. So, what are you what are you doing to kind of like? Um, honestly, Hope I've been sense of- really into self-care. I've been journaling mm-hmm. sometimes. I listen to, like, some of my favorite podcasts just to try to get through the day. Um, some of my favorite podcasts, of course, um, you know, everyone listens to The Read, which is, like, one I of the popular the ones. Um, then listening to my good cousin and good friend, Jade, podcast. She has two. She has one with, um... She has one called Getting Grown, and then she has the other one we call Jade and XD, which is, it's two different worlds, but you, you get a sense of, you know, laughter and a sense of world. They okay. Both. I'm, I'm, I'm going to subscribe to those. Mm-hmm. I'm loving um, Trapping Anonymous um, with Chris Styles. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there's no tax stone right now, okay. but I, I was, I was, I still kind of love it. Free tax stone. I know, right? Free, <laughs> free him. <laughs> um, damn. Angelie's podcast. I can't. No? No. Why? Is it too sexual for you? You know what's so funny? I'm actually kind of a sexual liberated person, Mm -hmm. but I just can't with that podcast. I don't know. Something about the aura of it kind of throws me off, but I know a lot of people that enjoy it, though. Yeah, I love it. I definitely love the read, and of course, I love just winging it. She forgot that one on her list. I mean, it's definitely a top <laughs> one there. I'm not going to deny, you know. Because she's on this one right now. <laughs> right. Um, so, I have a question. Um, well, it's not really a question. It's more like a, it's a topic that we were discussing um, earlier. Mm-hmm. So, coping with, like, you know, like, letting past experiences hold you back. Mm-hmm. Um so, for instance, like, you know, people have been through things in their past and they kind of, I don't want to say they use it as a crutch to, like, stop them from being able to do things in in the present. Right. So, like, have you been through anything that, like, has held you back in the future from due to your past situations? I mean, I've held on to past relationships mm. that caused me to hold back from moving forward in my relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, I was in a situation with this guy... Long story short, we went through a bunch of things, and 
for some reason, I kept trying to hold that piece of him mm. and bring it into my current. But I can't do that. You know, yeah. you have to move on. You have to say, you have to separate it. A lot of people have this um, way of comparing relationships, mm-hmm. your past ones to your present mm-hmm. to basically your future relationship. You can't do that. You have to separate the whole entirety. What's your past is your past, but you have to learn from it. Mm-hmm. You learn from it through, I don't know, say the good or the bad. Mm-hmm. Um, with your present, you kind of, you take your experiences and you evolve yeah. so you can know what to do for your future. I even find that with friendships too, though. Like certain of things, course. like um, I've been friends with some people and you know, this shit has happened to me in these friendships, and I'm kind of, I always compare, like, oh, but I would never have do done that this in this them. other. Yeah, and it's kind of like, I had to, now I'm about to be 26, I had to really you just, and me both. <laughs> yeah, like, I had to really kind of step back and say, everyone's not going to treat you how you treat them. Right. Every situation is different, and you cannot do good expecting good to always come back to you because that's just that's just not how life works right and like with friendships especially friendships now it's like you Mm -hmm. have to know what that person means to you Mm -hmm. how would that person do for you do they stimulate your mind do they try to want you to be better do they want you to be ratchet because some people got ratchet friends for ratchet reasons some people got friends that kind of like elevate them them to lift them up I mean, not all friends are going to be friends, you know? Sometimes, and, that, and that's the point I like to get to, is growing apart. Mm-hmm. Um, I I found, may, not recently, but like a long time ago with friendships that you probably know about. <laughs> um, like, <laughs> I'm making a face right now. <laughs> okay. Um, they're harder to let go of because you, you not I don't want to say let go of, but you, you're more hurt by them. Mm-hmm. And you need to grow apart from it and like let that go but I guess certain things shock you you know what I mean like yeah, you look like, at like damn we've been friends for mad long how could you do this and how to can me? you do this and then I look at it like I don't know I guess there's like a double sided thing to it cause it's like yo what the, what did I do to you you know and then like I mean, you, you have hear to think about it though like, cause nothing. sometimes that person don't know how to deal with what you're giving them too mm-hmm. it can stimulate from being in the household with certain people your parents mm-hmm. you gotta think about that too like you can grow apart from your parents you can grow apart from family listen mm-hmm. Family Listen, just because y'all blood don't mean yeah. y'all, y'all family now. Some people that you adopted as friends can become your family. family. Yeah. Definitely. I Listen, me and Adia, I may not speak to her every day, but that's mm-hmm. family right there. Mm-hmm. And then that she's been there for me, I've been there for her. Mm-hmm. You know? Some people, they don't know how to reciprocate that. That's yeah. love. Like, all overall love. Don't yeah. mean you gotta be in love with them. And, and, and then growing them. apart is a part of... Growing apart is a part of life. It's definitely a part but of life. But it is really difficult to deal with. Um, It is. And what you can do to deal with that... Sometimes writing a pros and cons list can help with that. That's too much work. It's like, not I don't too see much myself, work. I'm sorry. I just don't see myself <laughs> writing a pro and con. You don't have to physically list. write it. You can just like basically come up with the list in your head, and you can see like mm-hmm. where did that relationship take you. Um, as far as but like, it doesn't always have to be that way though. You know what I mean? Have to be way. Sometimes it could be you. Mm-hmm. It can just be like you know what? I don't want to be in this really. I don't want to have this friendship anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to say, you know what? I'm fine with that. Hmm. That's what you have to realize. Because some people just, you know, people be mixy. Some people want to bring different vibes mm-hmm. into your whole 
circle, your whole space. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you just have to. But have you ever been in a, in a friendship that you've been with friends with so long? Like, yes, I have. Yeah. Um, okay. I've been with this friend. I was really friends with this girl, really cool friends, like to a point that we were travel home together from school, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at one point, she said she just wasn't talking to me. And I was kind of thrown off by that. I was like, what? What you mean you're not talking to me? That's so weird. Mm-hmm. And everyone in school's like, oh, she said she's not talking to you. What's that about? This is high school, guys. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> probably high. So, mm-hmm. like, it's like, wow. And then one time we, like, actually had the conversation. She was like, I heard you were talking ish about me. Oh, Which God. was, I wasn't talking ish. Well, you I probably think said I probably said something to the wrong person, and it came across as me talking ish, right? But see, but you gotta have accountability, right? For and things. like looking back on it, at it, I was wrong for what I said about her, and but the friendship didn't have to end that way. But we're both at a good space. Like if we see each other, it's hello, how are you doing? And you know, keep it moving. So, what did you learn? Because I don't I keep my mouth shut <laughs> <laughs> to, the, to certain people mm-hmm. and I say things that can come back to haunt me. Yeah. Especially when you care about the person. Um, right. Like, there's certain people I feel like we just have to, like, be careful about who we confide in. Mm-hmm. Um, because, to be honest, when people say, oh, don't say nothing, nine times out of ten, they're going to say saying something. something. Um, but... I mean, I remember in high school with Yesaya, we, we had... We're still really good friends. Like, we're best friends. I'm like, why am I downplaying it? We're best friends. And there was this girl that we were um, friends with. It's actually two girls. Mm-hmm. And um, they were, like, jealous of our relationship. Hmm. It was really weird. That's <laughs> another thing I can It was really with. weird. The whole and jealousy of friendships. It shouldn't be that way. Yeah, and then they would, like, try to sabotage us so, like, but they can have her But you think about, like, their whole herself. maturity level, too. Because that was, like, high school. Like, yeah. Everybody's, like... But then even after high school, we've had situations with another friend who's who d- did the same thing, and it's kind of like, yo, I I just grew apart from these people, right? Mm, so like, and I think you, females are a little right. They're very territorial when it comes yeah, to like, like friends. And I don't have a lot of guy friends, so that's mm. what makes it difficult. You know, so funny. Like one of my best friends is mm-hmm. actually a guy. Mm-hmm. Let's go straight for me. Hey, Terrence. Uh-huh. So um, we've been friends practically since I moved on that block, right? Mm-hmm. He'll come over. He's family, you know. We yeah. had our rough patches. It was at one point that we weren't talking, and I had to reach out to him and was like, "Listen, I can't have, I cannot go on knowing that me and you are not cool. Mm-hmm. You're like your family to me. I apologize for what I said. I didn't mean it. Mm-hmm. That's me taking accountability for my actions. Yeah. And from then we moved on because that shows maturity too. Mm-hmm. When you can sit down with that person, and be like, hey, I messed up. I did this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Not when you say, and another thing, apologizing to a person is not saying, I'm sorry if. When or, you say, I'm sorry, but. Right. It's no ifs or buts. It's either you're sorry or you're not. Mm-hmm. And you have to take accountability to your actions. Yeah. So, I yeah. agree. I agree. I, I'm, I try, like, for me, I try to be accountable for everything. Um, I do feel that some people, when, this, when these things do happen, some people just they don't want to hear it they don't get it right even with family like there's been times with you know my my parents or somebody in my family where i'm saying something some way and then they take it as another way you know right. what i mean that oh, it's, it's just kind of like i want to call it just miscommunication right me growing up with two sisters in the mm-hmm. house who oh, miscommunication 
girl, that was just. And all y'all cycles are aligned. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, need that. Got time for that. Nobody got time for that. No need that. When you think about Sue, if you want to put the astrology aspect into it, you're I'm a cancer. A, I'm a cancer, and my other two sisters, they're both Pisces. Mm, my so sister's like, a Pisces too. Right. So they come back each other. We're all water signs. We're all sensitive. Mm. So when one person hears something, it's not gonna be reciprocated the way how that person thought they said it to yeah. them. Like so, my like my sister, her. her Sometimes the way she looks, I'm just like, yo, fix your attitude. And it's like, I don't got no attitude. That's just how my face is. It's funny because, like, every, like, even though we grew up in the same house, we're so different. Me, I'm, like, the flower child, so to speak. Mm-hmm. The more calm, relaxed, vibey one. Mm-hmm. My older sister, she ratchet, she ghetto. Love her to pieces. My younger <laughs> sister, she bougie. You would have thought she was a Kardashian. But, hey, <laughs> we all, like... We listen. The communication was out there, especially between my youngest and my oldest, and mm-hmm. I'm in the middle. So you know, middle child syndrome is a Same real thing. Same here, it's middle a child thing. To, yeah. So we, I speed him and like, hey, don't touch her, don't fight. It's that third. It's okay. She didn't mean it that way. You got no. To the point, it got it got bad. So when we lost our dad, we knew that we had to stick together as sisters mm-hmm. and really fix that communication. And this happened when you were older, so, like, how yeah. did you cope with that? Coping with that? Who, girl, I'm not gonna lie to you. Because um, outside looking in, it's you You seem well. Like, you I, seem... I was... I seem so well. I seem so strong about mm-hmm. it, but not for nothing. I had my depression moments with that because mm-hmm. it came out of nowhere. So left field. Mm-hmm. So coping with that, I end up, you know having to really seek help spiritually mm-hmm. I started I had to like really think about okay he's not here physically but what did he give me mm-hmm. while he was here and he always told me I need to speak up more and speak my mind because yep. I'm always so timid because I'm like no they didn't mean it that way mm-hmm. no but now I'm just like hey you meant this that way, to me, I don't appreciate that. So now I'm more outspoken. I know what I want. I'm more assertive mm-hmm. when it comes to people now. That's one thing he taught me. Another thing was that he knew how nurturing I come across. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just more aware. Like, I, when I, like, around my sisters and stuff, I'm more, like, talking to them, like, hey, what's up? Are you okay? Talk to me. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, trying to open up the lines of communication, yeah. and now we're good. That's Like, good. we're so close. It's ridiculous. That, that sounds amazing. We have our own little chat in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, with that being said, like, what advice would you give to someone who's, you know, recently, like, lost a parent? Because I feel like you dealt with it. You know, mm-hmm. and, and you know decently, but like, what advice would you give someone dealing with that right now? I would definitely not. When you're ready to break down, no mm-hmm. one can force you at that moment. Mm-hmm. Don't hold it in. Mm-hmm. Let it all out. That's one way of definitely coping because you're just releasing that energy, that festered up part. Like, I don't want to let go. Mm-hmm. You have to come to terms with. Okay, he's, they're not here, or yeah. she's not here. Whoever's not here that was once close to you. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is speak to someone. Speak mm. to a loved one. Speak to a stranger. As long as you got those words out. How do you feel out, about therapists? 
I actually went to therapy. Okay. Um, Did it really help? It actually does help because they don't know you. So it's a perspective of, it's like a clean perspective. They mm-hmm. don't have any pre-notions or preconceived notions about you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely. Um, it helps. And you know, it's therapy is such a taboo in the African American yeah. community. They just feel like you can always go to Jesus, but sometimes, <laughs> you know, I need a little more than Jesus. I, I need, mm-hmm. I need a, a, a lady or a man to hear me out saying, "Yo, mm-hmm. I'm not okay with this." Yeah. It's okay to say I'm not okay. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, therapy definitely helps. Journaling definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Um, Dancing. <laughs> really? Music and dancing helps. Sometimes you just play that one song that gets you in the mood and it's like, yo, we out of here. We just get you up and going. Mm-hmm. Don't just lay in the bed all day and, be depressed. and be depressed. You know, just get up and go. And it's not saying you just have to move on from it, but you have to move forward. You have to move forward. Learning mm-hmm. to move forward, definitely. Um, Because, you know... Sometimes you hold yourself back. Mm-hmm. You can't hold yourself back in situations. You can't hold yourself back in life. Mm-hmm. You have to move forward. And you have to just find that that peace within it. I agree. I agree. Oh, um, yeah. And light a candle. Just light a candle. <laughs> That's that old deep shit. <laughs> I'm not trying to get too much. No, 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 no. No, just, you know, just... Clean, cleaning up, taking a shower, making up your bed. You know, little things like that can help. Keep you busy. Keep yourself busy. So we're going to go on a quick break. So guys, go get a drinky drink or, I don't know, sip some tea. Sip some water. Swipe through your, swipe through your Instagram and <laughs> get back here.
are back <laughs> from that quick little summer. It's hot as fuck. So <laughs> that song made me feel cool. Listen, <laughs> that's the summertime catch when you're trying to, you know. Why don't we fall in love? You know. Why do we fall? Why? Why do? Why do people fall in love in the summertime? It's too hot to be laid up in the summer. No, you don't gotta be laid up. We go, we go outside and get some ice cream or like, you know. I can't eat dairy, so yeah, (laughs) I get icy. Um, why do we fall in love in the summer? I guess because everything looks sexy. Mm -hmm. Maxi dresses, you know, tube tops, boobs is out, asses out, legs is out. Dick prints are out. What you said? I said the dick prints are out. Oh my god! No one. Well, you know that too. You know what Um, the shorts? (laughs) Why are you looking at that? So yeah. I mean, I'm not neither, but I'm just saying. (laughs) Listen, I'm 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 taking. I'm sweating over here. Me too. Um. (laughs) Yo, you're annoying. So, uh, you just threw me all the way off with that. I'm so sorry. So, um. Dealing with disappointment as an adult. Hmm. Um, how do you deal with that? Because I find it, I find it to be harder. So something happened to me recently. I'm not gonna put it all out there. Mm-hmm. Where I invited someone who's supposed to be close to me, mm-hmm. you know, um, to a something really important in my life. So we're gonna speak in code. Mm-hmm. It's not a friend. So guys, no shade. It's not to anybody. Um, so it was like a really big time in my life and I invited them and this person didn't show up. Mm. And I felt like, damn, like I've given this person so many chances to show up and show out for me. And w- like this one day that I actually really needed or wanted you, not even, I don't even need, I didn't even need that person there. When I wanted you there, it was like, you couldn't even show out for that. Um, because of your own selfish, because that person's own selfish reasoning. Mm-hmm. Um, I dealt with that. I was I was hurt, but then I got over it. I find it to be like really difficult as an adult to hold on to certain things. Because as an adult, it's, with know. difficulty, well, the difficulty of like um, people disappointing you, mm-hmm. you have to realize like, hey, you disappointed me. Point blank. Period. That's a hard pill to swallow mm-hmm. because but when you have adult, to get rid of it, like right. should you just get over it, like because that? as an adult you feel like, hey, I already know this person, so I shouldn't set myself up for that. Yeah, but then is there certain things that happen where you think that this person would actually like? All right, like you know, it, it's different types of disappointment as uh-huh. an adult too, because some disappointment is just okay, really. Yeah. I'm gonna let you slide this time, but don't do that to me again. That type of disappointment. Yeah, but what if you gave them so many chances? If you gave them so many chances, at that point, you just have to cut loose. Cut your ties. You have to really, like, I'm not going to keep setting myself up for disappointment. I'm not going to keep allowing myself to be optimistic and think that you're not going to disappoint me. Mm Got to cut your ties. Oh, okay. Well, what if this person's a parent? If this person's a parent, put your foot down. Because at the end of the day... When you look at it, you're not a child anymore. Mm-hmm. When you get older, you realize your parent is an adult similar to you. Mm. So it's like you can kind of so see each other. Right. Love up, okay. tell them, you know what? Listen, I'm sick and tired of it. I'm not a child anymore. Mm-hmm. You cannot belittle me and thinking that you're going to show up and you don't show up. Yeah. 
it, it to me, it's not. It's just. It's just not fair. Um, in a sense. And I guess these are things that we just have to learn as mm-hmm. adults to right. kind of like implement when we do have children. Mm-hmm. Like, I find that supporting your children and supporting your friends mm-hmm. is very important. Right. Um, you have to have a poor support <clears throat> system. You have to, um, because if you don't, it's gonna feel like you're alone. Right. And You're going to feel alone. You don't want to feel alone. There's a difference between being lonely and feeling alone. No, I agree. I I, I completely agree. Because... And even you, if it's like you reaching out... Um, just to say, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. You know? Because a lot of people don't do that now. Right. And that's disappointing. Especially that's, when you're the one who reach out. You reach out to that person mm-hmm. so much. Because I've, I've had... Just to get off of that last whatever. Mm-hmm. But I've had so many one-sided friendships mm-hmm. that it's kind of like... I was so used to it. And then when I turned like 22, 23, I was just like, wait. Why am I the only one putting in the work and the right. effort to get... Not want to say to get anything, but to... As my girl Iyanla says on her show... I do the work, so now you should do the work. It's right, true. you got listen. It's true. It's all a big community. But yeah. I think I think I think what happens is people get so used to you giving so much that when it's when you it becomes, give them the opportunity to do it, they just it becomes can't. habitual, so to speak. Mm. It becomes a habit. They don't they don't understand they don't know how to break that cycle. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you to break that cycle of disappointment. You have to put your foot down. I had... It's so hard with friends, though, sometimes. It's because hard with like friends, it and it's hard with family, but it I... It always turns to an argument. I feel like it always turns to something bigger sometimes than Sometimes argue, arguing with someone is a good thing. Because mm-hmm. you... Because sometimes that person can actually see what you're talking about. When they replay that argument in their head, it's like, oh, snap. Now I peep. Now I see where okay. I went wrong. And right. now I see where the communication was. It's all about accountability. Mm. Like, just... You got put, like put your foot down and say you disappointed me. I'm done. Or I'm I'm or I'm hurt. Right. Simple then, as that. But then for me, to, like for me, I find that like when I say things like because this happened to me many a times, not mm-hmm. just with friends, with family too. Mm-hmm. Like because I'm a sensitive person. Same here. And like it's always. But you're so sensitive, and no, you can't say you're, you're, you're too sensitive. No, I'm like that's not what you being sensitive. That's you. Putting that's you saying how you feel. feel. I'm just not afraid to show my feelings. I'm not afraid to cry. I'm not afraid to cry. Oh God, we're not even gonna go into that whole crying aspect because listen, masculinity is too fragile. What? 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 I said masculinity is too fragile. What you mean? Because I feel like people don't think that men should cry. Men should cry. You know what's crazy? I was just telling my boyfriend this other the other day. I was like, yo, like I feel like. I was like, damn, like, are you that? Are you a cold person? Because I feel like you've never been, like, emotional. Right. Like, you're never, you're not, like, you don't show your emotion. I'm like, I don't, like, I don't want to say that's a weak thing. It's not a weak thing. I feel that if you're, like, a little emotional, it shows your strength. You know what I mean? It shows that you're able to be vulnerable. Right. And, you know, like, not really care what people think. I Mm -hmm. feel like when people hold in there, there's no shade to anybody, babe. But, not to you, but when you hold it in and suppress it for so long it's like when you explode yeah that's the worst thing to do like I had to talk to my man about that I was like babe I need you to be more emotionally emotionally involved Mm -hmm. and he's like but I'm involved I said I know you're involved but I need you to be more emotionally there for me because it's gonna it's 
it's, I'm, like I said, it's going to be moments where I just need you to console me when I'm crying. And I need you to cry with me, too. And not give me, like, a tap on the... Not give me a tap on the shoulder. And I feel like, especially <laughs> when it comes to, like, Caribbean and African men, mm-hmm. that whole crying thing... It'll face them. It, listen, <laughs> they're going to act like they tough until... Listen, they're going to act like they tough the whole time. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Men, yeah, men, if you're listening, it's okay to cry on your girl's shoulder. It's okay to cry. It's okay to cry to your mans and them. Right. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay, beloved. No. Um, What was I going to ask you? What Mm -hmm. the hell was I going to ask you? Just go ahead. Ask me anything. (laughs) I don't really want to put it out there. Mm -hmm. But... I like to to be very relatable, especially Mm -hmm. on this show. Right. Um, the other day mm-hmm. we were talking and mm-hmm. you expressed to me, you know, things that were going on in your life. Mm-hmm. And we spoke about it before the show, guys, so this is not, I'm not putting our business out there. Right. But, um, with your mom, mm-hmm. how are you dealing with that? Um, it's a day by day process. Okay. Definitely. It, at that first moment, you're like in a twilight zone it's like what the hell is going on right now this is not real Mm -hmm. this is not this is not reality Mm -hmm. but when you sit down and take it in Mm -hmm. of course you your first your first emotions is to just cry Mm -hmm. but what you can do what you what i did was i cried and then i was sat there silent and then I sat there with my thoughts. I was like, okay, let's be proactive. Mm-hmm. What can we do for this not to happen again? What can we do to move forward? Mm-hmm. So I I did my research mm-hmm. on whatever the case may whatever. And I prayed. Yeah. I honestly prayed. I asked God for healing. I asked God for strength. Mm-hmm. And I also thanked him for allowing me to ask for that, to be here to ask for that, mm-hmm. to f- experience that how strong she is of mm-hmm. a person. The only reason why I ask you mm-hmm. is because I think it's a, it's, I, I know it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, only because I have friends whose parents have been through like cancer and stuff like that, whose parents just, you know, they, it was, boom like they didn't even get to go through treatment and i think it's a blessing that it happened and you you, that they caught it when they caught it because Mm -hmm. unfortunately for them like they 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 couldn't they didn't have this they didn't they couldn't google they couldn't research they couldn't do any of this stuff so they didn't know what was going on and i was actually talking to a friend and it was like yo like it'll be dope to kind of hear her perspective knowing that her parent is still here Mm -hmm. you know what i mean just to kind of hear the other side because they look at it like, damn, what could I, what could they have done a little differently? Um, but there's nothing you can do. That's, no. that's what I was trying to explain to my homeboy. I was like, there's nothing you could have done differently. No. In this situation. And everyone's situation is differently. And he feels like women are just stronger in these sense. Especially like a mother. Okay, yeah. They have mm-hmm. that strong intuition that, okay, you have to be stronger for your child but at that point it's like it's not about us anymore it's about us being strong for, for you, you. Mm-hmm. because you like 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 you did the work for us now yeah. it's our time to do work for you mm-hmm. and um you hear that 
<laughs> and you know what? I thank God. I really do. Because if it wasn't for my faith in him mm-hmm. and my family's faith in him, right. I don't think we would be as strong and proactive as we are right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, like I said, it's a process, a day-by-day process. Um, You find yourself kind of going in and out of reality because, like I said, it's something you have to live with. Mm-hmm. But... Once you have that faith, once you have that strength, once you have that that calm, that sense of calm that everything is going to be fine Mm -hmm. through him and through his glory, everything will be okay. I just feel like some people, you got to be very, and you know what, and I guess it's easier Mm -hmm. said than done. It's definitely easier said than done. Mm -hmm. It's going to be moments where you feel like, you know what? I don't know if I could be this strong anymore, mm-hmm. but you have to hold on to that yeah. because they held on to you. So you hold on to them. Yeah. Don't let go until you know it's over and it's not over. Or it's, we still going. Sure. We still have moments to build and moments to share. Listen, I still gotta get married, okay? <laughs> so. <laughs> no, I agree. And how important is your relationships, like your friendships and your your actual Mm-hmm. relationship how important is that to you right now right now it's very because important because those importance I feel like with like your significant other right like that like important. I said so, like the whole support system mm-hmm. is very amazing mm-hmm. I have my mom has great friends mm-hmm. that basically have been there for us and anything literally means anything mm-hmm. that you need. Not you don't just say that because you want to be nice, but you they mean it. Yeah. My man been so supportive. Aww. I love him to Aww. pieces. <laughs> um mm-hmm. he's like he he spoke to me because he knows how I've dealt with my dad's passing. Yeah. So he's like, babe, I'm afraid for you to go into that hole again. But I'm here for you. I don't want you to think that I'm not here. Mm-hmm. I worry about you. And he, because he's like, I know she, I know mom is going to be fine. Right. But I worry about Amen. you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, babe, I'm going to be fine. He's like, no. Don't just say you're going to be fine just because you look fine. Because mm-hmm. um, you know how to mask it. I, girl. Like, not I, wear my, I wear my emotions on my sleeve, on my face. No. I, yeah. I know how to mask it too well. Yeah. And but do you think that's just like your like a defense that's, mechanism? That's my defense mechanism, definitely. Mm-hmm. Because it's been a time where I let all my emotions on and I got played. Yeah, Not but this just, is, I feel like the situation is a little different. You this know what this I mean? is different. So I'm sorry about that. So as I was saying, um, he's been supportive. Mm-hmm. My sisters. My brothers love them all to peace. They we, we speak to each other. It's like, hey, how's she feeling? Is she okay? Is this good? Like, everything straight? Mm-hmm. All right, we're good. All right, great. You know, everything's been so supportive. Support systems, you gotta have them. Hmm. Adi- I feel like this is when people leave. This right. is when people go to the right. 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 Because. Mm-hmm. Listen, my friends, they've been so supportive of Dia. So supportive. Hey, love you. Love you too, girl. My, my best friends, everyone, just been there, you know? Because I was explaining to um, 
you know, we're getting, we're getting deep and shit. But mm-hmm. I was explaining to um, Tafisha, <clears throat> I have a cousin who who had cancer. She, she's in remission, but she had cancer. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't deal with it. Like, so, and it's maybe selfish on my end. Um, so I apologize, you know, if she listened or whatever. But I just couldn't be there because emotionally... I couldn't deal with it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, like, things like chemo and all of that stuff, I just couldn't... I, I couldn't deal with it because I knew it would bring me into a place where it was like, oh, my God, like, I don't want to have to deal with knowing that she can potentially, God forbid, die. You know, like, there was stuff like that that mm-hmm. I just... I felt... And, and I look at it now at 26, like, oh, shit. Like, I, I'm, I'm fucked up for that. Like, right. I could have done... I feel like I could have done more... I couldn't do, do anything to help her in that right. sense. But I could have been there for horse, for her. It's funny because they say your 20s is supposed to be the time of your life. And I've been through some stuff. Yeah. I'm midway through my 20s and I'm like, Whew. damn. 26 next month. Girl, this is, this is a lot. Yeah. This is a lot, but... Cause I feel like our parents didn't go through this kind of stuff until they turn like 30. Right, until they <laughs> like 40s and stuff. But this is a lot. And I think this is God's testament of him like saying like, you, you were meant, you can deal with yeah. this. You were meant to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Don't ever think that because you go through trials and tribulations that you can't handle it. There's mm-hmm. ways for you to handle it. You have to have a support system and you have to have faith in yourself to handle it as well. I agree. I, I agree. I agree. I, I, you know, we preach this a lot on just winging it. Um, that support is very important because a lot of the times support is very one sided. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we had just said this earlier, like you can't expect people to support you and mm-hmm. you can't, you can't expect to support people and you know, think it's going to be reciprocated. Mm-hmm. That's not always how it is. Um, unfortunately, right. Um, that's how we want it to be. It's of course we would love it to be that way. But it's not. That's just not how life works. We just have to kind of buckle down and, mm-hmm. and deal with that. Um, but I feel like in cases like this, when it comes to your friends and like health and your family, that support should 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 just I think automatically. And another be thing there. about support, reach out for it. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid because you don't know how to handle. Reach out for support. Mm-hmm. Say, hey friend, I'm not okay. Or hey friend, this is this this is what's wrong right now. Yeah, because sometimes you never know. But don't I ain't be good with that though. I'm not good to. I'm not good. But at another thing is, don't be out. that toxic friend that only reaches out because you want someone to dump on your emotions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You gotta that. be a listener ear. You too. have to be a listener ear too. Support goes both ways, mm-hmm. folks. It goes both ways. It's a two way street, not one way. No, I, listen, I agree. (laughs) And like we touched on too, about being disappointed as an adult, Mm -hmm. that's just something that we just have to deal with. Right. Um, Like, you just got to put your foot down. I don't know, girl. Sometimes disappointment. The growing pains is real, though. Yo, listen. The growing um, pains really hit you when you're in your 20s. It does. And some people be like, eh, this is your time of your life where you're supposed to be having fun and partying. It's like, no. At this, I this is when you're lost. This is when you're right. really lost. And it's when you turn 30, because I know a lot of 30-year-olds, they'll be like, hey, I just found myself. It's right. okay to say you just found yourself. People are just finding their careers. Right. At 30. Finding right. the love of their lives right. at 30, 35, 40. <laughs> Stop putting a time limit yeah. on what's in, in finding love, 
in finding support and finding a career and finding yourself. No, no, let's let's not let's let's keep it one, honey. Okay. It's like I said, it's easier said than done. It's because people will. I feel that when you're in a relationship, right, Mm -hmm. and you've been in a relationship for a long time, when we say things like, "Oh, don't put a time limit," da 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 da. I got. I had to step out sometime and say, like, damn, like I can't really say that because you don't know how long this person's been single. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they're our age, still looking for a mate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a blessing that we we found. Right, it is a blessing. The love of our lives. Right. Early. Mm-hmm. Went through those issues a little earlier. Mm-hmm. But there are people out there who are still searching at thirty or still searching at twenty-seven. What if they need to just stop searching and let it come to them? Yeah, but the pressure is real. The pressure I, is real. I feel like social media definitely puts that pressure on the person because they could dress it up and right. ice it up and make it's, the a, it's a whole look facade. Mm-hmm. It's a show. You don't want to make relationships into reality shows. <sighs> you don't want to do that. <laughs> No, I agree. I think taking your time is very important. Take your time. I love how we drink your water. (laughs) You know, get get all that shit checked out. Right. Um. No, but you're right about the whole social media aspect because Mm -hmm. people really feed into that shit. Like I, I met someone. She was thirty three. Um. She's been single for years. Like I think. Yeah, she's been single since college. Um. And she's fell into a depression because mm-hmm. she's a like a serial bridesmaid mm-hmm. and she's like idiot. always a bridesmaid never always bride. a bridesmaid she's like a, she, she um it's a black girl mm-hmm. um she was like listen I went to my closet the other day to look for a pair of shoes and I stumbled upon the box with all of the bridesmaid dresses and she said do you know how depressed I was you know what I mean and I was like damn I didn't think about that well one I, I'm not a good bridesmaid like please don't ask me for a bridesmaid I'm just not the one but I mean I have a great deal of patience for it <laughs> I do not but hey. <laughs> I when she said it I was like oh my god like what's the issue she's like you know what? it's to the point where I don't even want to go to weddings anymore because I'm just that depressed and I was like damn like it's that it's to that point but then I understand where she's coming from because mm-hmm. even even being in a relationship and like you go to weddings, 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 weddings. Mm-hmm. There's some type like, of pressure. I don't want to say it's that type of pressure. Yeah, like it, it kind of puts a yeah, kind of like a little bit of pressure. You're like, damn. So like, when am I gonna get married? So right. she's at this age and she's like, yo, like I don't even have a man. You know what I mean? And I'm like, damn. Like I didn't think about this way. And she's like, look, I want to be have a, have a baby, a healthy baby. Mm-hmm. And Without yes, people say. Oh, Janet Jackson did it at 50, or oh, yes, and she uh, got money. Halle Berry did it at 40 something. They have money, exactly. I just, I just don't feel like a lot of those things happen naturally, like right. That. You know what I mean? You don't know what they what happen or what, you don't what know they, they, they went through in vitro and whatnot. You don't know that exactly. So I understand where she's coming from. So it's just like, damn, like I didn't think it's like that until you know for older women. Let's not say older, but like 33, 30. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. But I feel like me, I've been with my man for some years. How years. long? How long? Ooh, it'll be eight. Okay. It'll be eight years soon. Um, yeah. Everywhere we go, when are you getting married? When are you getting this? When are you doing that? When are you have kids? Ooh. Um, that pressure is real. The pressure is real, but we're just chilling. I ain't. When, you, when we get married? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're chilling. And he's older than I am. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like... We got other things to worry about. We're trying to build careers. I mean, he his career is pretty much straight mm-hmm. now. 
I'm still trying to figure out my career. Yeah. And he's, like, being supportive and making sure that I have my needs fulfilled first. Yeah. Before we have needs together. Mm-hmm. That's not being selfish. That's being practical. Okay. You know? And I feel like people pick... I feel like when you're in a relationship with someone for so many years, you tend to age yourself. I do find myself age aging. yourself? Yes. What should you mean by that? So, like, I tend to, you know, try to think that I'm older so to speak like I mm-hmm. like I progress mm-hmm. the status of my relationship mm-hmm. too fast than what it really is and mm-hmm. it's like we just be together I love him we he loves me we not married yet but in the back of my mind it's like I'm already married to this man but that's God the thing damn. no though <laughs> no look but see I have a whole nother perspective on that one right um the whole concept of yes you've been together for a long time but it's like damn like I don't want to give you that wifey shit and, like, there's no real commitment. You right. feel what I'm saying? I so mean, I feel like that kind of gets, like, lost in the sauce in a sense. It does get lost in the sauce and people get too comfortable. That's, yeah, people get too comfortable. Where they and just they don't want to just change the status. Yes. At this point. I know um, a lot of people like that. Right. I, oh, they, they'll have a baby. They'll be living together, buy a house together. And it's like, so. And they can do all of, this, all of these things. But then the guy's like, I like the way things are. Nigga, I don't. Like, <laughs> at this point, me and him. You know? I just want to go to the courthouse and get it over with when the time comes. Mm-hmm. Where we'll have the big celebration when the time comes. Yeah. I'm not in a rush. So He's do you, not in a rush. Do you, think, do you think marriage really matters? Marriage matters on paper. Okay. Because people can get married... And they're not happy. Sometimes mm. people are happiest when they're not married That's and they're true. together. That's what I pray for. I'm like, I pray. That, right. You know, like when like they ask for the happy ever after, I'm like, my happily ever after is when I know we're both old, happily married. We didn't have the big show. This The show is us being happily married. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying as a facade show. I'm talking about like, this is what marriage really is. So to speak. What is I, marriage? What is, I don't know what marriage is, but I, I but just hope I marriage feel like doesn't change the whole perspective, the whole perspective of, our, of our relationship. What our love is, yes. right. And I feel like when you have that strong commitment, that strong bond with someone, it shouldn't change. It's just a new piece of paper just saying, you know what? You really committed. Really? Oath under God. Right, under God. That's but it. I just I like I just wanna be able to still like, you know, be affectionate and like Love each other strongly, listen, but still share some responsibilities. I sh- we together. share respons. Listen, okay, we share responsibility because, all right, I live with my man. Mm-hmm. Yes, we live together, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we have this bond that's just like. Do you think it's different now that you guys live together? Before, like before we like, lived together, it was a little different. But now that we do live together, we talk. I ain't gonna lie, I do argue with him. Like, listen, you need to wash dishes. I just cooked. But um, mm-hmm. we we definitely our communications are definitely open. The line of communication is definitely open. We definitely. So is pillow talk real? Pillow talk is a little real, y'all. Okay, so like you guys really do like lay in bed and like talk about issues because they do say like Yo, the most issues are talked about. Listen, in the bed. we be in the car sometimes talking our issues. Mm-hmm. So. We, like, we're, if we're both off on the same day, because our schedule's kind of, mm-hmm. we, he's off one day, I'm off one day. Yeah. Um, We sit down, we talk, I'm like, hey, what's up? Tell me about the center. Like, you know, 
we be in the bed. Sometimes he may be on his phone, you know, looking up some stuff, reading some article or something. Mm-hmm. I may be on my phone on social media. <laughs> but swiping through the gram. Swiping, you know, but we talk. We talk about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. We talk about what we want. We talk about what we don't want. Yeah. We talk about what color we want to paint the living room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. See, so. that's, see, that's the thing. Like, I... Okay. I'm so torn. I feel like me and you have had this conversation for We had years. this... Girl, years. So, I... I don't... The whole living together situation mm-hmm. is very difficult for me. Right. Only because... I don't want to give, you know, they, what's the saying? Don't, something with the cow and milk free. <laughs> that saying. I don't know what that saying is, child. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think something with the cow and the milk free. Right. Oh, why well, have the cow if you can get the milk free? That's right. what, I think that's what it is. Um, I don't want to do certain things mm-hmm. and get you too comfortable right. to the point where the commitment will never come. Listen. You feel what I'm saying? Even though, yes, I trust you. Mm-hmm. To an extent, right? But I don't want to 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 do certain things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you can cook dinner here and there, mm-hmm. but cooking your last dinner every night, I'm not your wife. Like that's Listen, not. I don't have to. I should not. I don't do cook that. dinner every <laughs> night. I cook some nights because I need to eat too. Shoot, yeah. but um, like I said, sometimes we have our moments where it's like. I don't want to do. I don't want to do this right now. Mm-hmm. And he understands it. He's like, okay, you're tired, because now in society you played a dub. Remember before women, society used to stay at home. Stay at home. I, I ain't not wrong with that either. Listen, I'm, I'm about getting this money, going outside, having fun. I'm stay I, at home, raising these kids. Listen, <laughs> I go out when I please. He does not have a hold on me. He's not my daddy. He's my man. Listen, that's the difference. I mean. Depends on what time. I mean, daddy. Happy Father's Day to all the folks. All the zaddies out there. Zaddies. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. I agree. And, and that's another thing too. I don't want my freedom to be compromised. compromised. Definitely. My freedom is not compromised. I, I want to still be able to go to. Now you know, I do for what drinks. I want. Nah, I don't. Like, seriously. I go out for drinks. I go out where I please. I'm like, just open up. Like, hey, I'm going out. All right, who you going out with? Um, you know, some friends. Well, okay, I be feel, safe. I, cause me, me. The other night I went out by myself. Mm. With no friends, cause my friend was like hosting something. Mm-hmm. I went out by myself. And he was like, okay, babe, be safe, have fun, get home when you get home. Damn. I mean, I'm about that life too. That's as long it. as I can still have sleepovers. Listen, <laughs> when I'm married, I think my I'm sister good. comes over and we have summer parties at my house. I was trying to host a girls' night one time, but schedules get busy. But I really do want to host girls' night. He respected, he's like, Let me know when you want to host your girls' night so I can stay at a hotel or something. <laughs> don't stay your ass in the bedroom, right? Give me my space. Out. No, I understand. Um, no, only, the only reason I say that is because I know a lot of girls who are in situations where. Mm-hmm. Yes, they live with their boyfriends, but their whole lives now revolve around them. They don't have their they don't have friendships anymore. Still have my life. I still have my Mm -hmm. friends. He has his life too. He has his friends. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we're both adults in this. We're Mm -hmm. not. It's not a roommate situation. We have a commitment to each other. We respect it, Mm -hmm. and we keep it pushing. Mm. I love him. He loves me. We don't have that control over each other where it's like, oh, um, who you going with? I need to know. I need to be. What time you come? 
Mm-hmm. You having fun, babe? All right. Let me. I'll see you when I you get home. I'll holler at you. Listen, but when we marry, your ass better be home. And trust me. Yeah. And trust yeah, me. We had we had our issues where it wasn't that great, but we're good now. It happens. It's better to go through that shit young anyway. Right. So. But it is. I mean, I think we touched on everything, to be honest. We did. We touched on a lot. I thank you for sharing that because, um, to be honest, I did have a conversation with, you know, some of my friends who dealt with the things that Mm -hmm. you've been through. Right. And they were just like, yo, like, I want to hear her perspective on it. And I was like, damn, that's, let me ask her to come on today and we can talk about it. Listen. So shout out to y'all. Thanks, y'all, for having me open up to you guys. It is, it is, it is a sense of therapy in a sense. It's a sense of, and. For them and for you. Right. And sometimes you never know who you have in common, what you have in common with with another person. And shout out to the, the DMs I'm getting on a snap. Um, this is really inspiring to me because I feel like every week I get like a message. Even from I have from my friend who hit me up and he was like, "Yo, thank you." Like, I don't know what we spoke about. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the conversation was we had. We talked about so much shit on just swinging it, mm-hmm. and he was just like, "Yo, like, I needed that." And I was like, we "Needed what?" He was like, "I needed that conversation. I like, need that I peace." Felt, I, he's like, "I felt like." Y'all was talking to me, and I was like, damn. Sometimes that happens. That's what's supposed to happen. That's, it's God-given. Right. God Listen. sends messages to you in different ways. In different that you ways. Never it doesn't have to always be in a Bible verse. Nope. It doesn't have to always be black and white. Sometimes it's in a song. Sometimes it's through a friend. Sometimes it's through a podcast. And it's, you know, sometimes it's some, through someone you don't even know. Right. So... Sometimes Shout it's through the sky. Let me stop. Through the what? <laughs> through the sky. Y'all niggas with this deep shit. <laughs> sage, I'm just joking. the sage smoke. Listen. <laughs> I did Shout that out one to all the fake, date, the, the fake deep people out there. Fake woke. <laughs> Stay woke, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to... Oh, sorry about my chair. We're going to end this off today. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. It was a really insightful um, interview, guys. Um, and... Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening. Um, remember, guys, it's, also, it's always about self-care. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to say how you feel and express that. And have a support group. You heard? Have some support. So you better create that group chat. <laughs> All right. And that was just swinging it. Peace, y'all. Have a good one.